and welcome to the second ever edition of the Bet MLS podcast with Dero and Oso. I am Daniel Robertson, Dero at Daniel underscore Rob27 on Twitter. I realized last time I kind of forgot to uh, to mention that. So uh, so I mentioned those aren't that. important. That's not important at all. <laughs> Actually, not. Uh, hopefully, you didn't follow me last week. Um, but uh, <laughs> and then uh, we've got the Oso Ben Bear over here as well. Yes, Ben Bear eighty nine on Twitter. Uh, so you know, I got that plug in, uh, and yeah, I'm feeling pretty good after after last week. You know, maybe you not so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was an up and down week. We never got the video on YouTube last week, so you didn't necessarily see that I was wearing a PSG jersey, which I think that was just terrible karma. <laughs> I learned my lesson. I've got my two thousand five FC Dallas inaugural jersey, so we're dipping deep into the well this time and, uh, and, and, and like- i got my uh, i think it's either 2017 or 2018 red bulls kit you know i figured today's a good day to wear a red bulls jersey you know piss off red bulls fans and then wear their jersey so it's all good and getting right into that actually as we review our picks from last week the red bulls were the only team that actually let you down on your picks last week so bold strategy there uh, a little recap yeah so i mean that may not be the reason. Maybe it's an article I published today on barrentedmls.substack.com. Go and check it out. Betting guy coming on Friday or today, if you're listening to this on Friday. Uh, but yeah, they were the only team that, you know, that was my, I'm going to put this in quotation marks, best bet of the week. You know, maybe they were my best bet because they didn't win. But, you know, I won my dog of the week with Vancouver. You know, I think they ended maybe at plus 390. I got them, you know, when we talking about them as plus 340. Uh, I had I won my Chalice. Can yes. you believe that? Incredible! I picked I mean, five teams every week, to, right? <laughs> I picked five teams to win or draw. They all won or drew. It's incredible. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't put any money on that one. I did put my money on my, on Vancouver, which is good. I just forgot to put it in. It was late. It was kind of a hectic week. That won't happen again. I promise. But it would have been uh, I think it was like twelve, twelve fifty or twelve eighty something like that. That would have been really nice to my pocket but can't win them all yeah still a plus and you know we talked about last week the unit style betting on especially early in the season very very i'm glad i did it uh that way but about plus what four units overall for you on the weekend between the plus 340 yeah there was chicago new england both scoring which is i picked another i picked a different game to both score on uh on guaranteed mls but they both did there you go there you go so uh so nice week for you for me, I mean, look, when you bet an over and uh, Vela is accidentally subbed out of a game, like that's when you know it's just, look, it's, it just wasn't my week. Minnesota expected goals over one. They had a shot off the post, a shot cleared off the line. The San Jose was just not, not great. Just, just, just bad, bad luck. It was bad luck, but you know, that's when if you only bet one unit per game, you don't try to chase losses, you stick with uh, what you're doing. It means that I'm not down that far uh, in the hole. Uh, and I really like what I've got going this week. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I, I'll, I'll lick my wounds. Uh, never wear a non-MLS jersey on the show again. There you uh, go. And, uh, and yeah, the soccer gods uh, taught me a lesson on that one. So we're going to get right into our best bet, uh, our favorite team of the week. Um, you want to lead us off, Ben? You know, you were just talking about Minnesota. I think that 4-0 scoreline in Seattle, I don't think it was that kind of game. I think, you know, they could have had their chances. Bebelo looked amazing. Avila came on, could have had a goal or two. So I'm going to go with them this week. Uh, right now they're they're minus 110. I, you know, that's what I'm seeing on BetMGM. There's, you know, you can do some line shopping. We're always say 
go and do some line chopping. But, you know, for these kind of lines, we haven't really seen that much of differences with between the sports books. So I have them as minus 110 against RSL. The reason is, you know, they're licking their wounds, they're coming home. You know, they're expected to be one of the better teams in MLS this year. Minus 110 is a pretty decent uh, number for them. And they're playing against what I think will be the worst team in the league this year in MLS, which is Real Salt Lake. So I think it's an easy bet. You know, they're, they're coming home, looking their wounds. They want to show that last week was an aberration. Uh, another week of Ibula in training. I think this is a good bet for me. Yeah, I think the fact that RSL didn't play last week, there's a little bit of maybe like the opposite of recency bias, right? We, we don't necessarily know how bad they are yet. If that first goal went in in Seattle for Minnesota, I think that game is a lot different. Correct. Yeah, I, I think I think that was more a you know two one uh, game rather than a four zero game. As someone with both teams to score, I really wish it was a two one game actually. But uh, yeah, minus one ten. That's a good price, by the way. Getting uh, getting Minnesota almost even money at home. Uh, I like yeah. that bet. Um, my best bet of the week. Um, we're going to go to Nashville for this one. Another team that maybe a little bit of recency bias in terms of the the scoreline didn't really necessarily reflect how well they played. I thought Nashville, okay, it was a disaster first 10 minutes against Montreal. The rough penalty kick. Okay, you'll give it to him a nice, uh, nice play. Um, Acosta, uh, you know. Yeah, it was, nice it was against there. Cincinnati, not Montreal. They're playing Montreal this week. Right. So the, this exactly. So, you know, you look at Nashville after the first 10 minutes, they were by far the best team against Cincinnati last week. I thought they were really unlucky to not get a couple more goals. Um, their, their expected goals was over three. So I really like I really like them against Montreal. I think there's a little bit of recency bias there for Montreal playing against a Toronto team that look, it was a hot uh, afternoon game in in southern Florida. There was every reason for Toronto to come out flat in that game, kind of flatter Montreal a little bit. And I like uh, Nashville at home. Minus 145 is certainly a little chalky. I'll try to stay off the chalk uh, too much there. But those are not great odds. Not amazing odds. I need to win this one. If if we look at this game two months from now, if it's played, I think Nashville is probably more like minus 220, minus 230 kind of thing. I think you're getting a nice price early on in the season, given the result last week for both teams. Uh, so I'm going to take Nashville. Uh, minus 145 as my best bet of the week. And I think that's a good transition as we go into our underdog of the week. Uh, Oso, why don't you hit me with that one? So let's keep in mind, first, uh, this is a team that is plus 250 yes, or higher. Again, so another disclaimer, not going to talk about Austin FC, me personally, on this uh, on this podcast. I believe they're around there maybe, yep. uh, somewhere around there. So that's one less team off the board. Uh, there isn't that many options. I'm going Montreal. Look, <laughs> look, 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 look. Should they have won 4-2 against Toronto? No. The expected goals look at that and they say, no way. Uh, you know, Toronto's coming off, you know, a you know, Lyon game. They played the same roster three straight games. It's not a 4-2 game. Is it a, you know, draw, maybe 2-1 win? I think that's more in line with what we saw. You know, Toronto chasing the game late. Of course, their, their, their total is going to be higher, you know, because of game states. And Nashville, I think Nashville heard all the talk all offseason. Park the bus. This is just parking the bus team. And they want to come out and say, we're not just parking the bus anymore. We're going to play a free-flowing soccer. And look what happened. Cincinnati draws them, you know, <laughs> a team. They acquired a lot of good players this offseason, but they've been the worst team in MLS for two years. They come into Nashville. Nashville has a good amount of fans there, and they still get a draw. I think Nashville heard all the talk. They want to come out. They want to play a more free-flowing style. And that can come to come back to bite them when you're playing against a team like Montreal with Romeo Kyoto and uh, Mason Toy up top. Quite the call. So that's there. what I'm going uh, with. 
but look, you're right. The underdog pickings, especially when you're going to like 250 or above. Is yeah, Montreal pretty... plus 375, by the way. So right around where Vancouver was last week. It's pretty freaking slim when you look at these. I I, I really hate all of the options pretty much. Um, but we're gonna stick to uh, we're gonna stick to the rule. And by the way, what you're mentioning kind of with that Nashville Montreal game, we've talked about it already quite a bit. But over two and a half goals, that's I don't have that one on my bets, but the the over there uh, looks looks mighty tasty on that one. Like you said, I have ill feelings for Gary Smith going back to 2010 um, as an FC Dallas fan. <laughs> uh, so I I I really never root it for uh, Nashville. Free flowing soccer and Gary Smith is not necessarily something that uh, goes together. But hey, we'll uh, we'll see what happens. My underdog of the week, I definitely uh, do not feel great on. Also, but uh, I'm going with DC United plus 500 at New England. That's I really nuts. like the price. It's all about the price for me. Yes. Five to one. Look, these are two teams that know each other very well, play all the time. And if there's one team that knows how to grind out a game where they are getting battered and beaten and they can get a one goal win, it is DC United. Uh, I thought New England looked really good generally against uh, Chicago, kind of a case very similar to uh, Nashville where they, it was kind of a nightmare to start and they really recovered late. But hey, DC United, you're giving me a team that won in week one plus 500. It's not like they're traveling a long ways here. I don't have a lot of good justifications for it, to be honest. It's more just the number at five to one. Uh, I, I like that number. I'm going to take a little uh, one on it. A lot of the stuff I talked about with with Minnesota applies to New England in this case. You know, we expect them to be one of the better teams in MLS this year. They come off. Uh, well, they, I mean, they got a point in Chicago, but, you know, they want to get the, those first three at home. Uh, so I think that a, a lot of that applies here. You know, D.C., they get it. They get the three points against NYC. I'm not sure how convincing that was. I'm not sure if they really deserve <laughs> not at that two one win. So I think the you know the line here is is about right, but maybe plus four hundred is maybe where it should really be. So getting it at plus five hundred, I think is a is a is a good bet there. Yeah, and it's as much like you like you kind of mentioned before, as much of a case of the other ones kind of being rough. Uh, I'll just take a big shot there and put a half a unit on it. Not a whole yeah. unit on that one. I'll put a half a unit on that one. I'll I'll take this one first. Um, we're going to go the total of the week. Um, and this is going to be, you know, an over under of both teams to score or something like that. And I'm going to, um, actually look at, uh, my favorite team, FC Dallas going on the road to face San Jose. Um, it was kind of a stinker. The first game against, uh, Colorado last week, nil, nil result, Colorado probably honestly should have won the game. Part of the reason why I like the under here, Jimmy Mauer, perennially the most underrated goalkeeper in MLS led the league last Whoa, year, led the league last year in goals against average. Uh, and he made former guest on MLS fantasy uh, podcast, you know, so I have, I have some experience with him. Exactly. Yeah. He's uh he's, he's, he's a, a fan of all, uh, of all things MLS. And uh, did, how, how was that? Did, is he a, is he a big fantasy uh, player? Uh, he didn't really know that much about it, but me and uh, Bobby Warshaw, I think got him going a little bit. Of course there was some construction going on in the background at Toyota stadium. So that made it even more interesting. I believe you can still find that on, uh, on Twitter. So if you want to go and look. Well, look out for that one. Uh, but yeah, Jimmy Maurer, one of the best goalkeepers in the league, uh, basically earned the point for Dallas last weekend. Last year, in the last eight road games of the season for FC Dallas, three goals scored or less in all eight of them, and 10 out of 12 last season. Uh, seven out of nine home games last year for San Jose had three or fewer goals. So, and you know, when you, when you go the under three here, when I'm looking at over-unders, I like to think in my head, before I look at the line, what would I place it at? And for me, this was a two and a half. I thought, I, you know, I think 0-0, 1-1 is a very likely result. 2-1 either way could certainly happen. 
I don't see FC Dallas as a team that can score two goals right now. I don't really see San Jose that much as a team that can score two goals either. Um, so, you know, I they, like uh, they did like almost United. they did they should have scored two goals against Houston. I'm just saying, why don't they have that chance? But okay. that's a Houston defense that is considerably much worse, worse than FC much Dallas. Worse. Much worse, yes. I'm just saying. So give me, you know, give me the under three because I really like also just that safety net of of the push there uh, at three. I wouldn't really like two and a half. I think that's really tricky. What's the um, what's the minus one fifteen? Yeah. It's minus one minus one fifteen under three. Yes, that's pretty good. Yeah, I'll exactly. Take, I'll, I'll, yeah, I think I'll, I'll I think that's one you're gonna win uh, this week or at least push. Exactly. Right, so I'm that's the thing. Yeah. So go so ahead. I'm gonna go here. with. I'm going to go with, you know, a team we've talked about, uh, Chicago, and a team we've talked about on this podcast before. Uh, they're playing. They're going to Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta does, did not score last week against Orlando. But I think, you know, they're coming off CCL. Uh, Joseph didn't start. I think they'll have, you know, they're getting a full week's rest. Of course, they'll have CCL then coming up after this one. So that's going to be a whole thing with this whole week in terms of betting because you don't know what the lineups are going to be played for these uh, five teams. But Chicago just gives up a ton of goals. We know that Joseph's going to be starting, I believe. Uh, so I'm gonna go over two and a half, and it's at uh, it's at minus one seventy five. I think I think it's at least three goals here. I think you see Chicago at least giving up two, and Robert Barrett is you know he's one of the top five strikers in MLS right now. I'm not sure he's you know he may not score another one, but I think they have a lot of attacking options. I think Chicago is gonna be an exciting team on both ends this year, and I think we're gonna be talking about a lot of overs here. Yeah, and I think that's one also. You know, minus one seventy five. If you don't like the chalk there. Getting it uh, at over three, um, yeah, you push with uh, with three, but I, I agree with you. I think more than three goals in this one is very likely. Are there going to be fans in Atlanta for this one? I believe there are. I I, I thought I read before there was going to be 50%, which seems <laughs> like a lot, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see on that one. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Joseph at home, uh, I, I, I'm never going to fade uh, Joseph at home. I, I was surprised he didn't score last week. Um, so, yeah, we've gotten over there, and we've gotten under on our totals of the week. Next one is a new category for us as well. And this one, you know, I want to say right off the bat, when you're talking about goal score of the week here, don't, don't do full units on goal scores typically. Um, that, that's not really a huge uh, uh, avenue to, to being a huge moneymaker long-term, but it's, it's fun to put a little here and there on the goal scores. Um, and this, you know, this, this is an entertainment show. Uh, so we're going to look at our uh, goal scores of the week. Why don't you lead us off, Oso? So we're gonna we're, we're gonna go to Philadelphia. Philadelphia did not score against Columbus. Uh, of course, they did have the you know in CCL they they did have some very good performances. One of the goals that was scored in those games was by Casper Shabilka. <laughs> so we're gonna go to him. He's plus one sixty five to score. He typically you know the last couple of years he scores at least once every three games. It's only two games, but you know he's not every other game but close. And I think against the Miami team that we just saw gave up three goals pretty easily. You know. Not a big John McCarthy guy. I think that back line needs a, has a, you know, a lot of meshing to do, you know, with the two fullbacks just coming and getting maybe one or two weeks training uh, so far. So I think Philadelphia is going to want to break out. Again, this is another home team. I'm, you, know, you can see a lot of my picks are you know, leaning towards the home teams uh, here to start the season. I think, he's, I, think, I, I think he gets on the board. Yeah, and I mean, I think when you're talking about picking goal scorers, you're almost fading the defense as much as you're kind of, of picking, course, uh, picking other guys that, that that seems to be a good strategy, right? Yeah, I think you know the first thing you look at is you know I, I was again I'm going to lean towards home teams a lot here at least for the first few weeks until we get a until we get a better grasp of what's actually going on in this league because MLS it's kind of crazy the first month or so and then you kind of get a feel for it, you know teams getting informed teams getting out of form uh, so I think until we have that full you know really picture of what's going on 
Of course, you have the CCL stuff to throw in there as well. But yeah, you fade you fade a defense more picking the more picking the goal scorer. And again, if you're gonna go with Philadelphia right now, you know, you Sergio Santos is just getting back into the lineup. Catcher Chibilko is really their you know their lone healthy striker, a uh, fully healthy striker. So I think that's a good bet there. I on goal scores, I agonized over like four different ones because I'm trying to decide, you know, do you want to go for the like the Hail Mary? I looked at Walker Zimmerman plus 700. That was kind of like a Hail Mary almost scored last week. Uh, It's forced a really nice save out of Teton. Um, That's one I looked at, but I got to go with kind of a chalky pick here again. And and you mentioned uh, line shopping earlier. On Bovada, it's plus 110. You mentioned he's plus 160 on BetMGM. So I need 165, to look, yeah. Yeah, I need to look around some more for this. Uh, but I'm going Chicharito Hernandez here with the Galaxy. He's such a streaky player, right? Like, Okay, Mr. Narrod over, over, over here. I can't look, believe that. Wow. How can, all not, the way in. <laughs> how can you not love the story uh, and, and the emotion on his face when he got – the monkey off his back in Miami uh, last weekend. We all know he's a streaky forward, right? When one goal comes, typically a lot of goals in his career uh, came for Chicharito. I feel like with the monkey off his back and a, a New York defense that gave up two goals to SKC last weekend, traveling all the way across the country, LA Galaxy home opener, and he takes the penalty kicks. You know, if, if you're giving me that at Again, like you said, plus 165. I was going to say plus 110. I love it at plus 165. Give me Chicharito Hernandez uh, to find the score sheet. A couple others I looked at. Uh, Iguain is uh, over plus 150, takes uh, penalties as well. Ramel Kyoto, plus 275. Michael Barrios, plus 175. We talked about Kyoto. Yeah, do what? We talked about Kyoto. Michael Barrios, stop it. Michael, he should score have scored goals. two goals last week against Dallas. He doesn't he score goals, though. We all know this. He only gets assists. He's he not missed goal a dangerous. That's why Lucci shipped him out. Look, Come on. <laughs> he, got, he had some good chances last week. I'm not – the only one I'm betting is Chicharito, but, uh, but I, I like those as well. Um, but, again, line shop on these and wait until late in the week to place these bets because you don't want to see a guy is maybe, you know, 50%, picks up a knock, um, et cetera, on those. Yeah, I would wait until the lineups come out for this. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, last thing we're going to get to here, the Chalice. You know what? I think it's like golf. If you hit yours last week, if you had the best score, you get to lead off uh, on the next one. So one and oh on the Chalice for uh, the Oso this year. Let's let's yeah. uh, let's hear it. So let's remember what this is. The Chalice after our favorite MLS head coach of all time, because he's wild and crazy. We're doing wild <laughs> and crazy parlays. It's going to be at least five teams or at least five things. Goal scorer over something crazy. So we're going to stick. I did last week. I picked five teams to win or draw. They all win. So we're going to go along similar lines. Not exactly the same lines, but here we go. Let, let's run it down. So I got D.C. win or draw. We talked about them. Uh, plus 145. Toronto, minus 200 at home, you know, in home meaning Florida, against the Whitecaps. So now we're going to fade the Whitecaps after doing really well with them last week. Traveling NYC, country. NYC, you know, it's home to Cincinnati. They're actually the biggest favorites we have on the board this week, which I'm not sure 100% agree with, but I think they're a good bet this week. Portland, Portland's a team that I would have brought up maybe for my, my best bet, my lock, but we have some issues with what is their team going to look like because of what CCL midweek. Yep. So could they be resting players this weekend? Let's bet that they're not here. And let's go if on set on Saturday night. If we see they're playing their starters, that might move, actually move into my lock category because they're plus one hundred five 
I'm taking the winner draw. It looks like it's minus 350 uh, right now. And then I have L.A. to win. We just talked about L.A. They're plus 140. All that together, we get plus 1489, almost 15 to 1. And what I like also is L.A., you've got the L.A. game in there. If you're, if you're good through the first floor, four, you can, uh, you can bet, on the, bet on those Red Bulls a little bit and maybe, uh, maybe get a little yep. bit of a hedge there. All right, so I'm going to go into mine now. I'm going to start out with Colorado Rapids against Austin FC. I, uh, I love the Rapids at home here. Atlanta win or draw, um, as we mentioned earlier. Uh, that's that's one that uh, that that you know you feel like they're at least going to get the draw at home. Nashville mentioned them already. My lock of the week. You had Toronto as well. I've got Minnesota and I've got the Galaxy. So pretty big mix there. We, we we've got a few overlaps. I've got your best bet uh, in there, and that's coming in. The only winner draw is the uh, is Atlanta United. Everyone else is money line, um, and that's coming in at plus twenty three eighty five, almost twenty five to one. Um, and again, I've got the galaxy there in last that I will definitely, if I'm still alive at hedge, 25 to one, hedge, hedge. I will take at least five units or so there of, uh, of profit, <laughs> um, as I went out. So, uh, so you've got the Chalices locked in right before we finish up. Uh, I wanted to, uh, we put out the hit on Twitter to see if, uh, you know, have some fans who follow us, uh, at bet MLS underscore, um, give us their favorite kind of picks of the week. Uh, what do you think about Josh Otter? Philadelphia money line plus 100 lock of the week. We just talked about them, you know, with Shaboko, I, you know, Miami, I don't think they looked very good. And I think Colonel was going to come to Philadelphia and he's going to see something he hasn't seen so far uh, as a professional head coach with this kind of style. And it's not something he sees in England either that much either. I, I, I like the bet. Lock seems a bit tough just because of the CCL stuff, which is what we talked about. We don't know what this lineup's going to look like. Uh, if the lineup comes out and it's a starting 11, I, I like it. It's a hammer. The one that makes me a little nervous here, he's got NYCFC, FC Cincinnati under 2.5 goals plus 145. Uh, Cincinnati gives up a lot of goals and NYCFC, you know, I can see them getting a shot of hair, but it could be three nothing right there. And then last one, uh, MLS bet assistant at assist MLS. He likes sporting Kansas city. If Polito and Russell are 90 minutes fit uh, minus one ten there. Um, what, what do you think about that one? I mean, SKC looked fantastic last week, and they, they kind of outlasted the Rebels. I think the Rebels were the better team through the first 60 minutes, and then they kind of out-Red Bulls the Red Bulls uh, the <laughs> last minute. They really, you know, really pressed them, and they scored those two goals in a very short amount of time. And it was basically just off of mistakes and getting them in transition. Uh, and if Polito, and that was all without Polito and Russell. So if Polito and Russell come back, I'm not sure the 90 minutes fit yet. Well, you know, it's going to be, again, you, know, you have to tune into the lineups. But uh, I, I do like them. The only Miley pause is again Orlando is going to come in. They only they only got to draw at home. They're going to be you know pretty hot coming into to, to sporting uh, on national TV on Friday. Yeah, the very first game of the weekend. If you're uh, if you're heading into the weekend feeling like a uh, little itchy trigger fingers on that one, uh, yeah, wait till the lineups and and we'll see what happens. So uh, cool, we've got our bets locked in for this week. Successful week one for you. Not so successful for me. Let's see if we can uh, both have some some W's in uh, week two. Maybe another Chalice hits uh, and uh, and and the beers are on me or you, depending. Um, so uh, yeah, sounds Thanks, good to ben. me. Thanks, Ben. Thanks for everyone tuning in. Um, just to recap the picks again, uh, real quick here because I didn't do it last week. Best bet for Ben, Minnesota minus 110 over RSL. Best bet for me, Nashville minus 145 versus Montreal. Ben's dog of the week, Montreal plus 375 against Nashville. My dog of the week, DC United plus 500 versus New England. 
Ben's favorite total of the week is Atlanta versus Chicago over 2.5 goals, minus 175. Mine is FC Dallas versus San Jose under three goals, minus 115. Goal score of the week for Ben, Casper Shabilko. Goal score of the week for me, Chicharito. Shop those lines around plus 160 uh, for both, but definitely shop those lines. And finally, the Chalice for Ben, DC winner draw, Toronto, NYCFC, Portland winner draw, and LA. And for me, Rapids, Atlanta winner draw, Nashville, Toronto, Galaxy, and Minnesota. So uh, we've got those recap there for you. And again, thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll catch you next time on Bet MLS.